0: Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Whitney Burgess, VP of Marketing and Strategy at MPH Team SI, a full-service marketing agency based in Arkansas. Whitney, it is great to have you on the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about the company.
1: Yeah. So MHP TMSI is a full service agency. We do everything from traditional, which includes, you know, all of out of home and media placement, brand development and design and public relations to the digital side, web development, app development, digital media ad placement, content development, et cetera. Um, And what we've really found a, a focus in on is what we call tradigital. So it's how to blend the traditional and digital together to really put together a full service plan. Um, Because it's not about any more of just putting all of your money in one medium or another or doubling down on broadcast spots or on Facebook ads. It's how everything has to work together to really get the right message frequency to the audience to help kind of break through the clutter and understand where people are in the buyer's journey at a particular time.
0: Okay, really interesting. You know, we hear so much about digital transformation, and I think the emphasis there, the assumption is often you're going from old school stuff completely over to digital, and that's just what you have to do. But it is a transformation, meaning that there is a, there's a procedure there, right, that it's not all or nothing. So, so what does that look like, this tra- tradi- traditional, it, tradigital is what you said, right? Tradigital.
1: Yeah.
0: Tradigital, right. That's <laughs> tradigital. kind of a mouthful. So, so what's an example of that, like for a given client of yours? How do you guys help companies blend what you're calling the traditional and then the new sort of digital model?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So one of our clients is a Fortune 500 company telecom business, and we work with them on their consumer to, spell, to sell high-speed internet. And so we're not talking uh, a national, completely wide footprint. We're talking still local small communities is what they're really trying to hit and really focus in on that. So in, in those type of strategies that are focused in small communities, those those print ads that are still there, that newspaper that's still holding the community together is one of the most important buys that you get. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is such a core piece of it because that is uh, a lot of times what holds a smaller community together. I know where I'm from, a small town in Arkansas, you know, 4,500 people, the newspaper is the only thing that we have that kind of differentiates us from the, the next town eight miles over that we've had to consolidate. So really being able to support those local communities is a really big piece of it. Whereas, if we were, um, you know, maybe without a, being at another agency that's thinking more, let's just buy the billboards and the big TV spots and it's not worried about where they have specifically the areas of fiber, et cetera, then maybe we're just buying big buys versus thinking about what's important in that community where you're actually trying to talk to a specific audience. So we obviously we have the print. We layer that on with connected TV and print and public relations and, you know, little league team sponsorships because that's a piece of it, too, because we don't always think about how to coordinate sponsorships as a part of our brand. But that's a big piece in a decision making process for for users, because it's about brand recognition and, and message frequency. So it's really about thinking where specifically and who specifically are we trying to talk to And then building a plan outside of that.
0: Okay, right. So in other words, it's really driven by your audience, right? Who are you trying to engage? Where are they? And so if you're a company that, and you know that a lot of your consumers are going to be at the Little League Baseball game, then it makes sense to have a billboard ad at the Little League Baseball game, even though that's kind of an old school thing. But if it works, it works.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is, it's, the, the the most the truest thing about marketing and the thing that has not changed and i don't think will change is it is always about the audience yeah. it's never about who who do i want to talk to if i if i'm the brand what what platforms am i on it's about who are the people you're trying to reach and what type of medium are they con- consuming i mean it's the same thing with podcasting right that audience who's listening to podcast is a very specific and growing audience base but it's not the same size of volume of people who are on facebook Now, but what's interesting about podcast people is that those who listen to podcasts are more brand loyal to that brand Mm -hmm. and they will listen to the sponsorships and the ads that are promoted by that person because it's really influencer marketing. It's Mm -hmm. really building that relationship and helping identify those groups because we find that users who listen to podcasts are more brand loyal uh, to that group. And will commit that one hour or 30 minutes of time to listen to the next episode. So it's Mm -hmm. really interesting about how people are engaging and spending time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you guys, you, you mentioned podcasting and we're on a podcast now. So yeah, let's talk about it. So do you guys offer, do you guys do podcasting for some of your clients? Is that a service you guys offer?
1: Yeah, we have. We we have helped companies everything from government entities to to telecom and business solutions to help launch podcast. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes down to is there an audience for it? Does it make sense because uh, I'm sure you can attest to this, the commitment to building content. It's it's an investment of time, and energy, and resources, and planning and all of that. Like it's not just a throw an ad up or or just call somebody and get 20 minutes of information and have a conversation. It's a commitment to the consistency to build up the audience. So uh, a lot of it just comes down to who are we trying to talk to and does it make sense? And a great way to test that out is to um, have some of the teams go out and and, and be guests and see like, do we have a following? Does this medium fit? And then testing what type of content users are looking at on the website. Do we have a story to tell that we think that people keep coming back to learn more about?
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's absolutely true. And in, in a way, you can make the same argument for any kind of channel, right? Any kind of marketing you're doing. It takes a commitment to do it well over time, no doubt. Podcasting is no different. Now, let's say that you're a company that is in the process of, in, in your marketing, let's say at least, and going through a digital transformation. And so you're looking at all kinds of different options. You know, you, you might already have a blog, webinars, doing live streaming, all the stuff like that. Where, why would you choose podcasting? Sort of, how, how would you say that starting a podcasting as a marketing channel compares to, say, having a blog or, or a webinar?
1: That's a great question. A lot of it comes down to we know that we're trying to develop and promote a thought leadership strategy. So we've likely already done some public relation with op-eds and getting content pieces out there, and trying to position whoever. Typically, it, it could be in business to business, for example, and trying to do that outreach of seeing can we get this group audience and in, in engaged. But there's an opportunity specifically from uh, from trying to generate new business into building relationships. So one, it comes down to like for one client uh, that we launched a, a podcast for the the strategy overall was be the expert or bring the expert. And we were very specifically trying to position ourselves as uh, thought leaders in this space and trying to really shape and, and change the position of the brand so that people understood how technology faced it was and how and how much more of a storytelling opportunity there was. And so with that we wanted to highlight businesses With our team to to talk about how forward thinking they were or to show that we were in that paying attention to trends and what hot topics were and to really start those conversations so we can have that to promote to others to say, maybe you thought this about this, but here's kind of here's here's something we we thought you might want to know. And really focusing in our search strategy on that and our content development pieces on that. And it was able to create a business retention. It was able to have really specific marketing and to help generate relationships with potential new business. And so we've seen those as like it really comes down to what were we trying to accomplish? And for that specific strategy, it really fit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. All of those sound like, like really good benefits of podcasting. And you mentioned creating those relationships. And I've I've really been struck that, that I think that's a trend that's really catching on, among others, that you can invite folks onto your podcast that you want to get to know. They could be your top prospects. and You're not trying to sell them on the podcast, right? But just getting to know them, learning all about their business, collaborating on a piece of content, pretty effective way of building a relationship with someone that down the road could lead to business.
1: Absolutely. Well, and it's the same thing that I learned in my sales classes in college, that people love to talk about themselves. So anytime that you can get people to kind of have that and really disarm that, that, that relationship to where, to your point, it's not a hard sell. I'm not asking for 30 minutes of your time to, to, to lock you into a demo or 30 days free. I'm trying to like, tell me about something that, you know, I'll say that you're an expert at this. Tell me more about that. And that makes people very more com- a lot more comfortable in the process and it makes them more likely to answer your email or be willing to consider another conversation with you because you proved that the time was valuable. And, and that's what we still see in marketing is that the, the metric that people value most is time. Yeah. So it's where do they spend their time? How do they spend it? What were they reading? What type of information, what problem were you trying to solve to give them back more time? That's what's going to be what leads them to search for something. Because if we think about really the the basics of the internet is people are going there to solve a problem. That's what we search for. And if we understand that at its core, then we can start to develop content out of it. What are what keep, what keeps people up at night? What do they want to know? How can we help them get more time back? That's what people are searching for. And that's where if we build our content strategies out of that. That's where we're going to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's right at the heart of what SEO is, right? and, and podcasting is no
1: different. Absolutely. But I think it's like at the core of it, it's, it's the SEO piece, but that's what helps to, that's the, the baseline for all the content that's developed afterwards. So if mm-hmm. we know what people are searching for then we pick the medium to, to help tell that story because mm-hmm. like, if they're searching for a new podcast to subscribe to, it's likely something that they're either interested in learning more about or searching to solve a problem
0: yeah absolutely. So sort of final thoughts here. What would be your advice for a company that's maybe thinking about starting a podcast, but they're on the fence, not sure if it's worth doing. What would be your advice?
1: I think the the first place to start is identify some some podcasts that you think are similar to what you're trying to do or trying to accomplish. And, and see how that sound and build up is understand what, how that fits into your content plan. You want to make sure that you've got at least three to five episodes to launch. And so really making sure that you kind of have what makes sense in your marketing time. What were your, what are your marketing moments that you really want to capitalize on and see how that fits overall, but test it out. Try to like get your PR team and do some outreach and, and offer to be a guest see if you can get placed in that medium first. Because that's going to be super important to see if you can talk to others, you know, how are you doing on the other side? Really understanding that interviewee's experience and through that you can learn what type of platform did they use on the recording? What type of sound did they have just through basic observations and seeing what was the scheduling process like? Because that can help you build out and think of some of the things that you'll forget in the the details of it all. Because, I mean, that, that becomes a big piece of it too. So I think that those are the places to start, but also think through of in your industry, are you going to be the first to do this? Are you going to be one of few? And is that an opportunity? Because sometimes an audience to adopt a new medium, that's a bigger lift, or there's also the advantage of being first. So it really comes down to what makes the most sense uh, for your audience to engage.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, great advice. I love all of that. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for that and for all of your great insights. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. It was great being here. Thank you.
0: That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at TribKnowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B-Knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.